Hey guys and welcome to today's episode of Give It The Beans. Now at the time of recording, um, it is a Tuesday just after the um, the Dundee show. There was a UKBFF Scottish Championship show, uh, which is Dundee, if those of you don't know, is my sort of home home city where I stay in Scotland. Um, there's never really many shows here, so um, it was quite good um, to have uh, three, three athletes competing um, in that and um, two of which it was their first show. We ended up with, um, I think it was two first place, a second and a third. Um, and it was really, really class to to be there. Um, after having a few weeks kind of away from the competing scene myself, but also having a few weeks off from people competing, the, the last competitor I had um, on stage before that was uh, Zoe at my FedEx final. So it was a good sort of three, three week, four week period where I didn't have anyone, anyone competing. Um, so it, was, it felt quite good to kind of get back into it. And then there's there's a good stretch here of about six weeks where I've got someone competing every weekend. Um, and then also thereafter, there's maybe like a week break and then again like a two, three week, four week stretch where someone's competing every weekend. So yeah, got an exciting few, uh, few weeks in regards to competitors coming up. Um, Alongside that, somewhere in between, uh, my baby boy will be due. Um, he's I think he's due the 19th of October. But you know what it's like, babies never really come on their due date. So that's something that I cannot wait for. Um, I'm currently, I think it's, as I'm recording this, it's like 44 days until he's supposed to be due. Um, so I've been extremely busy the past few weeks, the past few, couple of weeks, should I say, um, getting his room ready. Putting up, um, you know, shelves, cots, prams, and whatnot—you name it. Getting everything good to go, and alongside at the same time uh, rebounding and uh, starting to feel a bit more human-like and get my own personality back. So, yeah, that's just a quick kind of update on where things are at um, and and kind of where they where they're looking moving forward. Um, On to the sort of topic of today's um, episode. One that's maybe not quite as sciencey based as they've been um, in a in a while, but certainly one that I feel a lot of the people that interact with me, um, follow me on Instagram, and whatnot, that listen to these podcasts will probably want to kind of me to discuss is kind of reasons behind why um, your legs might not be growing, and I could literally do uh, rather than a. A thirty-minute podcast. I could probably do like a a thirty-hour podcast on that because there's so many different. There's a magnitude of reasons why that potentially could be, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to go into my top five reasons why your legs aren't going, um, and take from that what you what what, what you wish. Um, but this is kind of what I've seen commonly across the board over the years in. And people that tell me they say, "Hey, Vaughn, regards to kind of what I do, my legs, they just won't grow," or they're like, "I'll never be that guy, or I'll never be that girl with the big legs, the big quads, the big glutes, whatever it is." Um, and I've often found there's a there's a common reason as to why people maybe aren't getting the the growth they want or the response they want, um, and I'm going to go into them, uh, delve deep into them in today's podcast. And if you know, if you're have been in the bodybuilding scene for a wee while you'll soon learn that the majority of people, unless you're maybe a men's physique guy, uh, want big legs. And even then, there's some men's physique guys with some some really, really good legs. 
Um, it, it, I think that the big legs is often a trademark of a very good bodybuilder um, and perhaps someone who has kind of been at it a while. Um, and for as much as these are readily sought after, you know, very few people, but I, I should maybe not say very few, but I guess I mean in very few in retrospect to the whole of the bodybuilding scene across the globe, very few people actually possess kind of big legs. Now, of course, the the people that have been in this for a long time will. Um, but in general, um, it's it's kind of the one the one area that people tend to struggle with. And, you know, there'll be many of you kind of listening who simply feel like your legs are, aren't growing and they never will. And if this is sounding familiar, just tune in for the next 25 minutes and hopefully you learn something. Now, what, what I should say before we get into it, that any muscle in the body that isn't developing, like there's going to be similar reasonings to, as to why that might be the case. Um, but for legs, there's definitely a few that I feel they maybe aren't spoken about or when they are, people get a touch offended by them. Um, and if, if, if they do, uh, if you do listen to the podcast, then good. If you do get offended by anything I say, it's most likely because you're not doing it. Um, so the first one I would probably say, the reasons why maybe your legs aren't growing is more likely your training intensity and really question yourself on whether or not you are actually training hard enough. And again, that one question is is one thing that people kind of go, oh, fuck, fucking hell, yeah, of course, yeah, I'm absolutely training hard enough. Um, but, it, you know, some people can, like, when you pose that question, they can kind of get instantly offended. And if you get offended, it's probably because you don't train very hard at all. You probably train, um, you know, like a very timid kitten. <laughs> For, for a better phrase. Um, it's a question that I always sort of pose to new clients and they'll say, yeah, I've on, I train really hard. And after I kind of analyze some of their video training footage when they send it for check-ins, um, it's often the opposite. They maybe think they're training hard, but it's actually a case of they don't know how hard they need to push or can push and have never experienced before. Um, and I think, as I said, it's mainly down to the fact that many people just don't understand how hard you can actually push yourself when you're locked into some movements like the hack squat, the leg press, the pendulum, or the leg extension to name a few. And if you kind of think across your whole life, there's probably been very few, if at all, any occasions where you're trying to exert a lot of force to stand up and you have physically found it very, very hard to do so, very hard to move. And this is kind of effectively what is going on when you train your legs, when you reach that failure point, is you're pushing yourself to the point where you're exerting maximal force production or as close to that as you can, and you're just generally finding it a real, real struggle to to move the weight, to stand back up, and to get back to the the starting position. And that's not something if you've never if you've never experienced that before in your life, that's something that kind of needs to be learnt, isn't it? It's not something that you can just simply. I can just say, right, go away and do this. You kind of have to teach your body that it's it's okay to keep going, right? To get to that sort of intensity, you know, like what I would say is you're going to, here's an example. You hear a voice that comes on your head and it says, right, that's enough and it'll encourage you to stop. When this comes on, you've usually got about three or five more reps in the tank if you've just started your journey. Um, and that want and that desire to go for those extra sort of three or four um when every fibre in your being is telling you to, to rack the weight or you know to stop is that sort of tenacity is something that's got to come from within and it needs to be learnt over time because you kind of need to convince your body and yourself 
then your mind you won't die or you won't crush yourself by going for more reps. So my suggestion is always like rate each set out of 10. One being like that set was extremely easy and I could have done more. And then 10 being that that set was extremely heavy and I couldn't physically perform another rep if I wanted to. What I'm going to ask you to do is like your intensity, that needs to be around a nine for every single set you do. Now, if you were to sit down, could you answer and truthfully say to yourself that that is usually the case? That's what I deem as training training hard. If we're not needing those sort of nines, close to tens when we're training, we're simply just not, not training hard enough and not getting the most out of it that we want to if we want our legs to grow, we want to kind of get big. So if you, you know, Maybe, maybe you sit and critique yourself and you go, actually, you know what? Maybe on one set across the whole workout, but the rest of them, it's maybe like a five or a six. If that's the case, well, boom, there's there's one reason kind of why your legs aren't growing. So what I'm suggesting is go through your entire workout, find your limit on each exercise, progress every single week. Once you've hit your target rep range the next week, add more weight or accumulate more reps at the same load or improve muscle fiber recruitment, which is not something that people think about in regards to progressive overload. Um, and I guess that's maybe, that's really a good, a good way to go into the second reasoning why your legs aren't growing is, are you focusing on mechanical tension or are you focusing on getting the muscle, you know, getting the movement strong rather than the muscle? Um, I often, a phrase I often say is focus on the muscle, not the movement. And reason being is that if you go in to the gym and you solely focus on add more weight over time, more load, more load, more load, it's going to seem pretty pretty easy to do so. But as you, as you do that, what if that set or that exercise, what it looked like one month, six months down the line, it's going to look like something completely different if you're not focusing on mechanical tension. If you're so focused on the load, you might not be working the target muscle group um, as optimally as you want. In fact, you might not be working it much at all. It might be more about momentum than anything, really. And I'm sure you have maybe been in the gym and you've seen someone dive bomb in the hack squat. Um, I'll hold my hands up and say years ago, that was me, all right? Um, No wonder I had fucking really sore knees or, or maybe someone is bouncing out the leg press or smashing it against the safety catch um, in both those scenarios what you're finding is that part of the contraction which is actually the one that's most important in regards to breaking down muscle we call that the lengthening part of the contraction the eccentric phase what you find in those two scenarios is that there's not really much tension there at all and in fact, it's just the weight is moving that person. The move becomes more about momentum and then they bounce off the safety catch to try and then, you know, get a bit of oomph going into that shortening part of the contraction or the the, the concentric, as people will call it. So how you move a weight is, is so important rather than just, oh, I went in and did this weight. It's okay, right, you can... You can go in and you can hack squat five, six plates, but are you doing it with every intent of 
getting as many muscle fibers on the quads as possible, squeezing, maintaining tension in the lengthened range, in the short range, out the shortened range, or you initiating with the quads, thinking, right, get them on, get them contracting, generate as much sort of force as we can, and as you drive upwards, continue to think, contract the quads, contract the quads, contract the quads. What this is going to mean is that you're probably going to have to move slowly, right? Slower than you're moving right now. Moving with intent, and as I said, actively initiating, squeezing, and maintaining tension in the intended or target muscle group as you move. Remembering that in the lowering part of your squat, it'll be different muscles that are allowing that versus the muscles that are trying to then come on as you come up the squat, as you come upward on the squat. So you've got to be thinking there, but there's two different places you're going to be thinking about intent. If you're unsure, just create as much tension in the legs as possible. Quads, hamstrings, etc, etc, the glutes. Just get them on and just keep, you want to still feel them as you move. Um, and then as you come out of the bottom of the lift, you're more likely going to know what muscle's trying to do that. Divert all your all your sort of internal thought process and cueing in regards to getting that muscle getting that muscle on, getting as many muscle fibers in that muscle as possible to, you know, to activate as you come up out of the squat. So that being said, next time you're in on the hack squat or maybe your pendulum squat or whatever, um, ask yourself, are you moving the weight or is the weight moving you? Look at any male, female across the board with big legs. Watch how they move weight in the gym and you'll soon see the ever-elusive secret. Immense weight with immense tempo and control is just one of the secrets to growing big legs. Very rarely will you see someone with massive legs moving like shit. Now, don't get me wrong, like someone could come at me and say, Vaughn, but powerlifters move extremely quick. And I say, yeah, because powerlifters are trying to focus on fast strength and they'll often maintain the same body weight over time and lift more due to neurological adaptations, right? Which is just an increase in the sort of synapsis or the, the you know, um, Let's maybe put this in a bit of a more layman's term. The connections from their brain to the muscle, telling the muscle to fire, to, to come on and, and contract, they happen quicker, right? And that's how what we call neurological adaptations, quicker and stronger, or there's more perhaps branches going down to that muscle to say, come on. That's how they can do that maintenance. So as bodybuilders, that's not what we're trying to do. We're trying to break down muscle mass. We're trying to tear it. Why? So that the body can repair we can recover, we can grow, get stronger, and ultimately get fucking huge, right? So that's reason number two. Reason number three, I'm gonna say is training frequency. Um, and this used to be me. It was always like, hey bro, we're training chest on a Monday, we're training back on a Tuesday, Wednesday we're training, you know, shoulders, and then etc. etc. Hey, legs on a Friday, bro. And what I'd say is no one at the start of their journey ever built the foundations of big quads or peachy glutes training them once a week. They just didn't do that. They maybe are there further down the line, but if you're a guy and you're comparing yourself to someone that's very large at 300 pounds, what they need to do to, to grow and change is very different if you're comparing yourself to someone that's maybe like, maybe you're 
175 185 pounds there's a big variance there between like what you're going to need to do to grow versus what he's going to need to do to grow or that was just an example for guys but you kind of get what i'm saying the sad reality is that there's many gym goers who have these aspirations that are maybe stuck in that old sort of bro split me mentality or methodologies uh, by which they only train one one body part on one given day and they categorize legs into one day yet at the same time they give their arms you know one day ask yourself like arms and legs which one has more muscles if you're training arms you're probably only hitting biceps and triceps but if we're hitting legs we've got to think about glutes adductors abductors hip flexors quads hamstrings calves etc. you know what i mean the, li the list kind of goes on so if we've got that many muscle groups in the legs and we're training them once every seven days yet we're given our arms which is just you know effectively say two muscle groups one day it doesn't really make much sense is it so what i'd say is a far more effective strategy i found success with in myself and obviously with clients as well splitting leg days up into either two or three sessions across the week depending on your gender i feel with guys we can kind of get away with two sessions a week and that could be maybe perhaps a monday and a thursday monday maybe it's a quad focus session where we tag glutes and hamstrings thursday in reverse glutes and hamstrings tag quads and then females just we just kind of learned over time that if females can can effectively handle more volume than males and they require a little bit more volume across the week to see the same response and that's simply because you don't break down quite as much because you have estrogen in your body whereas us guys we don't have that much estrogen well maybe you do if you're a bodybuilder that doesn't control the estrogen levels but that being said you know females you can kind of get away with training them three times a week glutes can definitely handle two or three times a week i've got many of my females doing two glute hamstring focus sessions and then tagging on them again on another one um each of those sessions as, as i said is going to be completely person dependent upon your needs your wants your you know maximum recoverable volume what you're trying to bring up what your lagging body parts are etc 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 and if you're wondering why i suggested for that for females and um, there's an article on the website um female glute development please do go check it out so we've gone through reason number one training intensity if you're not training hard enough reason number two um mechanical tension if you're you know too focused on the move uh, the movement um, and not the muscle and then reason number three you're maybe not training more frequently enough reason number four is give it time and be prepared to spend years and invest in, like investing years in training eating and recovering to get the legs that you want it might simply be that you've not given it enough time to see the response that you want here's a, here's a quick here's a here's something for you next time you walk past that guy or girl in the gym you know the one with the big quads or the the, the big the big glutes that are bursting out their shorts um that could be guys too by the way i got a comment like that on my instagram story the other day it said um they'll know who this was as well it says when it's a back exercise ball i see his glutes um you know what i mean so us guys and i am right now in a, in a sort of off season that i need to bring up my glutes so hey guys don't avoid hip thrusters they're not just for girls so anyway do me a favor go ask those guys or girls how long they've been training for the answer will no doubt always be the same it'll be x amount of years it won't just be months and it won't just be one or two years it'll be like four five six seven eight years and here's you after one, two, getting, getting frustrated by the lack of growth.
it'll probably be common knowledge for you that to build a big chest or cap delts, it's going to take time, right? Well, here's the thing. It's going to take even longer for you to grow your legs. And this is simply because the size, the sort of surface area of, of the legs. You know, for example, I'm really, really tall. I have long levers. Um, in that sense, it's going to take you a bit longer because a shorter bone with muscle around it is easier to, to fill, you could say, and get bigger than it is a longer bone with a longer muscle fibre to get that just as big. Um, but hey, it can be done. I'm six foot four. I like to think that my legs are kind of somewhat okay. They're certainly the trademark and I used to always have in my mind an analogy of don't be beat from the legs um, in regards to being competing. And that was all well and good. And, you know, that didn't happen this year until uh, I, w I kept getting beat from my upper body, the size of my upper body. So it just shows you if you get, you know, if you, if you get a uh, indoctrined in a way of the thought process and thinking which I did um, other ears can suffer you know particularly my earlier days I didn't train uppers quite hard as I trained my legs and now it shows so I'm just trying to have to catch up with that um, also certain body parts respond differently my legs just grow literally like you know click of a finger uh, my quads volume is between six and eight sets across the week and uh, that's the lowest of any muscle group and they they respond uh, probably the the easiest out of everyone um, but anyway, back to the point. The problem is most people just don't have the patience for it, right? They'll maybe train for six months and then they go, oh, I'm not seeing the results I want. And then they stop. And then a few months go by, all that hard work is kind of undone. And then they have to start the process all over again. Another six months go by, oh, fuck, I'm not seeing the results I want. And they kind of just have this sort of like peaking and troughing of when they're in bodybuilding and when they're not. And the thing about bodybuilding is that there's no instant gratification visually for your hard work right there's maybe like gratification in terms of you, you're doing more load in your logbook but the the gratification comes after years and years of putting in their work it requires time a lot more time than you once thought to see those visual changes so therefore if you want to grow truly big legs let's i mean let's just say even give it two or three years of very hard training eating your meals Ensuring your recovery is on point um, before you use the, t the the terminology. My legs won't grow, and if you know if you don't believe me, go on Instagram. You know, scroll back at a certain point. You'll see a transformation of me from twenty sixteen to um, to twenty twenty one, um, and you'll see the difference in my legs. And that was five years of never missing a leg day, never missing a meal, doing the same movements over and over again like hack squatting every single fucking week for five years. Um, just let that sink in and then truly ask yourself, well, have I invested the time that's probably required or have I just been a little bit lazy, missed some sessions or some weeks, um, not put in, you know, not being patient enough? And you'll probably find the answer is, well, yeah, you've probably not been. But hey, it's an easy fix. Um, just understand that you've got to give it time. It all, always needs to be. And then the, the fifth one, I would say is uh, train smart. Um, don't train like don't train like a fanny. Mainly like the mindless volume will not cut it. And by that, I'm thinking that it's all well and good thinking that more is better. When in bodybuilding, that isn't always the case. Right now, you maybe have just thought, well, fuck, I'm going to absolutely smash the fucking smithereens out of my legs every time I'm in the gym. I'm going to do so many sets and so many sets on that. But maybe, just maybe. You're currently doing too much to recover from before your next session. We all have a limit. It's called our maximum recoverable volume. 
and this is always person dependent but figuring that out how many sets you can perform and then recover from before your next session will be hugely beneficial it avoids any mindless thoughts of oh i'll just add another few sets here or oh i'm just going to do more there and, and i'll grow when in fact i've often found like sometimes it's the opposite the bigger and stronger that i've become the less i need to do to grow um mainly simply because the amount of weight that you're doing um the amount of fatigue that, that puts on the body as the loads get heavier um takes longer to recover from it's, it's as simple as that and that kind of stems from how you how are you able to grow from six to eight sets well that's six to eight sets across the week where like the tank gets fucking emptied on every single set if it takes you 10 12 sets and you've sat down you've said well actually i only really give it a five out of ten on half those sets well half those sets i mean what if you did go in nine out of ten you maybe go from 10 to 12 or 12 to 14 all the way down to just 10 nine eight sets and that's all you need but it depends on whether you have the testicular fortitude and yes ladies i'm talking to you too to do that simple simple as that so as i said i mean if you don't know where your limit is it's time to figure it out isn't it i know there's, there's certainly a lot of you listening who are complaining about your legs not growing you who are not even taking note of the weight on the bar let alone the sets that they're doing during the workout so uh, if that sounds familiar that's where to start start logbooking start writing down every single thing that you're doing compare it to last week the week before the week before the week before the month before three months before six months before to find out are you really getting stronger or are you getting the same because remember those three key variables that must increase for you to gain your muscle mass and that's going to be the weight on the bar the number on the scales and the food on your plate all theaters have to have to go up so if you're only increasing the number on the scales and the food on your plate but not weight on the bar you're not growing you're adding body fat simple as that right and that's the bet that's this sort the best way i can put it in, in layman's terms um so to summarize i guess you could say there could be a magnitude of reasons why your legs aren't grown however there are a few common ones i think you need to consider and i've i've kind of seen over time firstly you've got to ask yourself you know are you training hard enough and truly at your limit number two get the muscle strong not just the movement you know recruit every muscle fiber you can through each part of the lift in the early in the early years you know you're going to need to train your legs two to three times a week um not just the once on a friday bro um, and you're going to need to invest time years of time to see any real significant change and lastly stop doing junk volume logbook each lift and find out how many sets you can recover from across the week i hope that those sort of reasonings or tips um, will help impact your journey and your quest to grow your legs or get jacked legs if they do i want to know about it let me know share this on your instagram tag myself in it tag ali and clara as well and um, if you need help on that or you have any questions in regards to today's episode or articles my dms are always open and i personally reply to them all and um, so please feel free to just drop me a line whatever you are guys whatever you do Make sure you give it the big beans, the whole beans, and nothing but the fucking beans.